and welcome to episode number 46 of the Thrive for Life podcast. My Cork accent really kicked in there when I said 46, the sing-song accent. Um, anyway, so episode 46, I'm Ashling Daly, your host, and this week's guest is Tara Moriarty. So Tara is the owner of a company called The Feel Good Collective. It's an online shop that sells products that help people to manage their anxiety, products that promote self-care, emotional and mental well-being. And Tara is really active on Instagram as well, where she shares lots of really useful self-care tips, um, shares her own experiences of things that have helped her. And one thing in particular that Tara talks an awful lot about, which is why I brought her on the podcast um, to, to share her insights, is the whole area of journaling. So Tara created her own journal called Feel Good and Let It Go and she's recently released the second edition of this journal and I'm a huge fan myself. I use her journal and find it really useful. I love the structure and the layout of it. So I asked Tara to come on the podcast so that she could talk about the power of journaling, how it's helped her and also to offer some practical, useful tips for other people who might not be into journaling but are curious about it and interested maybe to start using journaling and writing to help themselves to become more self-aware, to help themselves to manage their thoughts, their emotions, their feelings. So I loved chatting to Tara in this episode and I really hope that some of you find it helpful and useful. Um, so be sure to check out Tara's website. It's thefeelgoodcompany.ie and you can check her out on Instagram, The Feel Good Collective. So I'm joined by Tara Moriarty uh, from the Feel Good Collective. Tara, I love what you promote through your company, the Feel Good Collective, about mental well-being and managing anxiety. And I'm thrilled to have you on as a guest because I've been following your your page on Instagram for a long time. I have your journal here in front of me at the Feel Good and Let It yeah. Go journal. And I love what you promote and what you're about and your message. So thanks a million Thank for coming you. on the podcast. Thank you so much, Ashlyn. I'm really delighted that you asked me. Brilliant. So. And could you tell me, Tara, how did the company come about in the first place? So, um, originally I would have been, say, a business consultant for a long time, so I would have gone in and helped manage other businesses for a very long time. And in 2018, I'd kind of gotten to the stage where, you know, I was a single mom of three, um, my youngest is autistic and I, I just was getting burnt out. I had gone to that stage of burnout. It's very difficult when you're full-time managing other people's businesses and I had just gotten to the stage where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do all of his appointments, juggle work, you know, full-time. Everything was just getting too much and I had started, started to get a bit unwell as well. Um, so burnout had definitely started to creep in. I was getting like rashes and ulcers and stuff like that, and I was very anxious. Um, my home setting was very very um, turbulent at the time as well. So I decided, look, I'm going to leave. And when I did leave, then I just knew it was just in me. I couldn't not have a business. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't not be working. I've worked my whole life since I'm around ten. So I've been working, say, full-time since around 10 years of age, so I just couldn't not work then. So I wanted to do something for myself. I'd been managing businesses for a long time, and I wanted to do something for myself, but I wanted to do something that was true to me. And that's how the Feel Good Collective came up, because I have journaled since I've been a child, and I, I really felt like people didn't 
see the benefit, the huge benefit that was in journaling. And that's what I wanted to do to kind of bring out a business that portrayed how beneficial journaling is for your mental health. Brilliant. Well done. And I suppose setting up your own business from scratch, there's a lot involved in that and it's obviously a lot of hard work. But do you feel because it was so aligned with what was true to you and what you believed in, did that help you to to give you that drive to go ahead and, and drive on in creating this business? It was actually a really quick decision. Um, I I obviously had been setting up businesses for people for years, so that element of it wasn't difficult. That wasn't the difficult side. It was obviously, it was, it was more so the social element of it, of what if this doesn't work? You know, we all have that little bit of, uh, you know, when you're launching something, what if it doesn't go to plan or it flops? Um, and I had been working kind of in the social media area for a long time, so people would have known me. And that was just the element that I was worried about. But I knew that because it's something that I do religiously every day since I've been young, and I, I know the benefits that I wasn't going to have to hard sell anything. It was going to be an honest portrayal of what I do every day. So the products that I sell are also things that I love. They're also journals that I can use and I love. So... I wasn't really worried, say, it wasn't very difficult in that sense of what I was going to sell. It was more the social element of what if this doesn't get out there and work. And how did you overcome that fear of of the business failing and having the embarrassment or the shame around that? How did you just overcome that fear and drive on with it? I just had to go with my gut. Mm-hmm. You know, I love going with my gut anyway. Um, I wouldn't be impulsive, but I would definitely, my gut is telling me I'll do it. And sometimes it can be very scary, but if my gut is saying push forward, then I'll push forward. So I think it was just that really. I said, look, these are, this is something that I, I'm passionate about personally. So wouldn't it be brilliant to have something like that as a business as well? That's really good advice. I suppose there are so many different opinions and voices. It's, it's brilliant to just tune into what what your inner thoughts or what your gut is telling you to do so that's amazing yeah i'd hate i I always say it and i say it to my kids as well i've i've two kind of older children as well and i always say it like it's very cliche but you don't want to get to the age of 60 70 80 whatever it is and just be full with regret Mm -hmm. um it's not a good mental health space to be in either so i do like to follow my gut as much as i can um as long as it's not illegal or you know (laughs) Exactly. No, so I do. I generally like that. I, I follow my gut, and even if my gut tells me to stand back, I stand back. Do you know? I I am I'm very self aware in that sense, and I think journaling has really helped that. Brilliant. And tell me, Tara, what kind of products do you stock? So I know you stock your own feel good and let it go products, and what other kind of journals or products do you store in your in your company? So ones that I, the first product that I would have first sold was the self-care playbook and I absolutely adore it um, there, there is one exercise in it in particular that is carried on through the journal and it's about it's the element of manifesting but this part that I absolutely love is that if you have a goal or a dream that you actually try and feel it feel what it's like to have it and I think that's so important I don't know if you agree with me I think it's so important I 100% agree it. yeah yeah, and I like there is a lot of um, people are always talking about the universe, universe will give it to you, but I do really think that you need to think about it a lot. And if you think about it and feel like you have it, then it's like it's already yours and you're just waiting for the day to just do it. 
Um, so I love that in the field, in the self care playbook. I just absolutely adore that book, that journal. Um, another one that I sell is anxiety journal. Now it says a journal, but it's actually it's actually a book. It's written by a CBT specialist and a psychologist, and it's just very simple, effective ways to be more mindful and to calm yourself in normal, modern day situations. Simple things like turn off the notifications on your phone, how to manage social media and how it interacts with your anxiety, how to sleep better, you know, how to take the deep breaths in work that nobody nobody will notice when you're standing in a queue, things like that. I, I like all my products to be very simple as well so that they're not overwhelming for anxious people. All my products are very geared towards people that suffer with anxiety. Brilliant. And how has your business been going this year? I'd imagine that there's probably more demand for wellness products given all that's been going on. Yeah, since COVID, it has been very, very busy. Um, but I definitely think that I have also, since COVID, pushed myself a bit more to be who I really am to the outside world, if that makes sense. So I'm kind of been a lot more open Um with, with talking online I've come back on and I'm talking online a lot more and just being open and honest as well with my experiences but being very careful not to advise anyone but just showing how to showing how to use the journal you know and I think people really needed that they just didn't they were buying all these fancy journals and they just had no clue how to use them and that's something that you know, people like myself or yourself wouldn't understand because we journal all the time and we we might be able to consider how could you not know mm. how to use it. Yeah, and I suppose... No, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you there, Tara. No, no, you didn't. Go on. Okay. Um, I was just saying, I was just going to say that that was kind of the whole reason I wanted you to come on the podcast as well was to to help people who may have never journaled before, may not even really know what journaling means and to provide maybe some practical tips for getting started. Um, but first of all, I'd love to hear about how you first got into journaling and what the benefit of journaling that you found personally has been for you. Yeah, so the biggest thing that I always say is journaling is a safe place. And what that's what I consider it to be. It's my safe place um, because when I was very young, I had to attend counselling due to circumstances at home. And when you're living in a home that is, I suppose, full of anxiety and a lot is going on every day, it's very hard to find that safe place. And also, you don't want to openly talk about what's going on at home to other people because that could have another element to it, a more serious element. So I started journaling and writing poetry as a way for me to express myself and to allow myself to talk, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And what what does journaling mean to you? Because I know that word can put some people off. They might think, God, I don't know what journaling is. So literally, it's for you, was it writing down your experiences, your thoughts, your feelings? I, I journal as if I'm talking to a friend. But I I can talk to, um, like when you talk to your friends, I believe this anyway, you can never say exactly what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. You try and filter it a little bit so that you don't come across and, and be judged. You don't, don't don't come across harsh, I suppose, or overthinking. So what I try to do is I talk to it as if I'm talking to a friend. So I, I do it every morning. If I'm stressed during the day, I go back to it. It's just my way of just letting it all out of my head so I don't overthink things. Um, so I don't let 
a small situation turn into stress and then that stress turned into overthinking and then anxiety. So I kind of nip it at the bottom, I suppose, earlier on. When I know something is bothering me, I'll just start writing it down exactly what it is. That's a lovely way to put it about talking to a friend, just writing in that way. So it's a natural way of writing. You're not, it doesn't have to be really structured. You can just let it no. flow. And a lot of people that I suppose over the last two, two years on the page and on my business, the biggest thing is that people say, how do I start? What's the first line? Do I do dear diary? Do I write the date? What's the first line that I write? And I always recommend that you start off with saying, this morning I feel... That's a great tip, yeah. And then that just lets it out. I think our emotional side, we kind of let, you know, we forget about that side, but that's what journaling's all about, is to get your emotions out, how you really feel about a situation. Um, and do you think it's, it's a good idea to, to do your journaling at the same time each day? Like you mentioned that you do it in the morning and then if you feel the need throughout the day, if something's arising, you'll pick up your journal again. So is it a good idea, do you think, to to have a time of the day where you do it so it becomes a, a habit or a routine? Um, this is one thing that I'm conflicted on. So I do do it in the morning because it suits me to do it in the morning because that's the quiet time in my home. You mightn't think it in the background. Yeah. But um, that's my quiet time, so that suits me. But as a person that would have suffered with anxiety, I don't feel like setting a structured time is good because then if you can't do it then it, put, it stresses you um, so that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't deliberately set a time for it because if I couldn't do it then it would bother me um, it's something that I don't I wouldn't like to I don't like I wouldn't like to rely on having to do something every day and not being able to do it so I wouldn't really set a time I do it when I feel it so yeah, the I guess you're adding extra pressure on someone by saying that you need to do it every day at the exact same time. So I suppose, again, it's about being self-aware and tuning into what's going to work best for you. When do I need this? When is it going to benefit me? Yeah, like there are days, of course, that I get overwhelmed, obviously. Like I, I don't think it's, no matter how much work I do myself, there are days where I'm going to get extremely overwhelmed because that's just normal and natural. And if I didn't, there'd be something wrong. But I will definitely take out the journal five or six times that day. And I will take it out as much as I need to because I'm a true believer that if I allow the overthinking to come in, then like it could be over something, and it's normally over something small. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's something really small. If I let it go on, it can bother me too much. And then I'm overthinking about something else attached to that and I'm just making it bigger. So I just journal whenever I feel like journal. It just happens to suit me in the morning. Because that's my quiet time, and that's the five or ten minutes that I give myself because that's the opportunity. And when I did the course, I was saying that to everyone as well that just say to yourself every day that today I'm having five or ten minutes to myself, mm. and sit down with your journal, then a cup of tea or whatever you want, outside, inside, wherever you're comfortable, and then just take the time to journal. I do think it is very important if you've had a particularly stress, stressful day to do it in the evening because it will help with sleep. Brilliant, yeah. It's like offloading your mind so that you're allowing that space for for yourself to switch off. Yeah, there's nothing worse than going to bed with worries on your mind. So I definitely would do that if that was the case in the evening. And I would recommend to do it. it it's a huge weight off. And I do find journaling, I don't know if you agree with me, gives you a huge amount of perspective as well. 
absolutely. when you write it down, it makes the situation seem a bit more logical as well. You kind of look at the logic side of it and say, well, do you know what, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Or today I had a brilliant day, so do you know what, I'm going to continue doing these particular things in future because they make me happy. Brilliant. That's really good advice. And do you also use your journaling for writing about goals and dreams that you have as well as journaling your thoughts and feelings? Yeah. So one particular exercise that I do is I will write down the goal and no matter how big or small it is, then I will filter it down. So I'll just write down the goal very simply, just one sentence. And then underneath, I will list every single step I would have to take to get to that goal. So every single step from the beginning to the end. So if I was to actually implement it now and I had all the money in the world and all the resources in the world, what steps would I need to take? And then I will go back and do one at a time. I find as well sometimes when you write it down, it's nearly implanted in your head anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, I would definitely, that's one thing that I would do in my journal. Brilliant. I would list out every single thing. I wouldn't do loads of mind mapping or planning or anything like that. I would just list down every single step. And one of the examples I give is, um, say, if you wanted to buy a house, your first step would be your finances. You know, look through your finances, then contact a broker, then go back through your finances. You know, there's all these steps. Um, So, yeah, that's what I would do. I wouldn't list out all my goals and dreams. I'd go one at a time. That's really very useful and practical advice. It's like reverse engineering or planning backwards. So starting with the, yeah. the goal and then looking back at all of the steps along the way. And I suppose that helps you to prioritise then what are the first most important steps you need to take to actually move towards that goal or dream. Yeah, and it also means that I'm not putting myself under huge pressure either because a lot of people don't even start looking at their goals and dreams because they feel like they're too big. But I do find when you write down and list everything, every step that you need to take to get to it, it seems a lot more realistic. But you can also say to yourself, I know that I can actually do these two elements of it. I mightn't be able to do the other four for another six months because it just can't happen. But I definitely work towards them. Brilliant. That's really good advice. And it's it's like chunking down as well to, to make it more manageable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would definitely definitely recommend that because it just takes out the overwhelm but it also gets you started and sometimes when you do the small little pieces of it it gives you that motivation to do more of it or more of other goals as well it just gives you that little bit of confidence and self-esteem as well absolutely and gets the momentum going i guess yeah brilliant so you've created two of your own journals now is that right tara yeah so i create the first feel good and let it go and the now that's gone so I've just redone it and um, this time I've made it a lot more colourful it just was something that I wanted to do and the, the way I want the brand to go um, I will go with a darker one in the future but I'm not set in stone what colours I want yet so it's just a refurbished one and one element that I wanted to put into it that a lot of people didn't agree at the start was it's just a very simple line on it is can you create a solution for any of your worries that's brilliant yeah um, so do you have a solution for any of your problems? Because I do feel like we don't look at that sometimes and when you're journaling even, you can write out all your worries or you can write out your gratitude or whatever, but how can you build on them? How can you make them better? I don't think we look at that enough. That's a really good piece of advice. And what has the feedback been like from your journals? Do people reach out and tell you the difference it's been making? Yeah, yeah. 
So I don't really talk about it on social media because it's personal and it's private to them. But yeah, definitely I have all the screenshots in my phone and it's something that I'll definitely print off and look back to in the future because like it's been such an amazing thing to know that it's something that I wanted to do. And I always said that even if I didn't sell anything then with the business on, on social media, that if I could help someone start up journaling that could help their lives, that would just make it for me. So even if tomorrow I got no more sales anymore, I would still continue doing the page. Um, but I do get messages saying, since I started journaling, like you don't, you can't, you don't believe the relief it gives me every day. But they've also made changes in their life, which is brilliant. So they've gotten out of maybe toxic situations that they felt like they didn't have the confidence to do. But I do feel like it's because they're writing it down every day. It's, do you know if you write down the same thing that not going well for you a lot mm-hmm. it kind of you know gives you that want to change absolutely so it's building that awareness about what's actually working for you and what's not working for you exactly so a lot of people um would message me and say like the other day i got a message say i've just filed for my divorce do you know and mm-hmm. i've been journaling the last year and you've watching your page has helped me come to you know the confidence to do it now obviously i don't advise anyone but it's just they're becoming more self-aware of what they want in their life and knowing what the best decision for themselves is which is brilliant for them with no outside influence it's coming from what they're writing down amazing that must really feel good for you as well yeah it is difficult when people message me because i don't i I don't want to get into conversation Mm -hmm. but it's huge and it's a huge thing for them as well to message me to even say it you know absolutely so besides journaling, what are some of your other favourite self-care tools, Tara? So one of the things that I think is really important with self-care is sleep. Um, I would have been, up until the age of 21, a lucid dreamer. So it's like daydreaming at, and it, at night. Um, I would have predetermined what my dreams were and just daydreamed for the night. So I never really had any good sleep um, for a long time for, and that's that's an element of PTSD as well. But, um, so I, over the last couple of years, have really looked after my sleep. Mm-hmm. And that has made a massive impact. And what um, has helped huge. you with your sleep? So things like, very simple things, like obviously if I, if I was stressed or worried, I would, uh, I, other things are, um, I would give myself a massage. Mm. So I'd massage the back of my neck um, with an oil, but I'd, especially my shoulders, if I had a long day or a tiring day, I would give myself a really good massage. I massage balm into my feet every night. Um, I think that really, really helps. Space masks help as well if I was struggling to sleep. I don't need them anymore. But just, you know, asking myself, what do I need every night? The same as when I wake up in the morning, what do I need today? Mm-hmm. I do, That's why I, I never structure things either, because I think you wake up every day and you go to sleep feeling differently every single day. So if it was the fact that I needed a bath. But I'll always ask myself, you know, when I'm getting ready for bed, how am I feeling? And then I'll go by that. That's brilliant. So it's again, it's just tuning in to what you need in the moment, which is really powerful. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, as, as I said, I don't structure anything because we feel differently every day. Life brings up things that are different every day. We just can't, I suppose, we can't be in that structure. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, so that's a major thing for me, sleep. And then obviously other elements have to come into that. To get a good sleep, you have to 
have an element of exercise. I know, you know, I love my walking. Um, I love my walking as well because I get to go out and daydream and just switch off for a while and listen to music or a podcast. And that's an important part of my day is to go out and have that time alone because I am a single mom of three as well and working two or three jobs at home. So it is important for my sleep that I get out and have some time to switch off my brain for a while. Absolutely. And what what are some of your favourite products? So you mentioned the self-care playbook. Um, you also stock some oils. Do you want to talk a little bit about those? Yeah, I love the Mokey and Boo roll-on. Mm-hmm. So the roller oils, um, especially the calm and de-stress. And I love the uplift and energize as well. I love citrus. But I roll them. I think the, the important element for when I'm using them is that I'm taking those deep breaths in. So I roll them on my wrists and behind my ear and I'd give myself a really good massage when I roll them on. So I'd give, say, kind of behind my ear and down my neck a really good massage with the oil. If I have some left over on my hands, I would do the same with the back of my neck and my shoulders. And then whatever's left in the hand, my hands because you still smell it, I'll just take maybe nine deep breaths in, inhale and exhale with them. And it's just to give yourself that, again, that few minutes just to breathe and stop for a few minutes. Mm. And you'll find they're gorgeous as well. And I love the pillow mist as well. My mother raves about them. She sells more of them for me than I do, um, the lavender pillow mist. So I, I don't have a huge amount. Like, I do try and... With self-care, like I use my jade roller when I'm doing my my skincare routine, everything to get the blood circulating. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I'm in the shower, I use a hard sponge. I might use cool water at the end to give myself some energy. Everything just to see what do I need today. Do I need a bit of wake-up? Do I need a bit of energy? Do I need a bit of calm? Um, so I'll use the products depending. But they would, the roll-ons would be definitely one of my favourites in the oils. Fabulous. And what can we expect from the Feel Good Collective going forward? Yeah, so at the moment, I am working on one range of seven new products. Um, I've been working on that since last year. And it's one of the things I just can't finalise and make up my mind on. So um, when I do one day wake up and say, yeah, that's it, then they'll all be put together. So the seven products come and they'll be commercial retail products for Christmas next year. Um, but I will have them launched on site first. And then I'll definitely start bringing out more journals. I'm unsure about a gratitude journal, but I definitely think I might expand on the Feel Good Journal. Brilliant. Exciting. I can't wait to see all that comes onto the site. And Thank you. What's the best place to find you, Tara? So I know you're really active on Instagram. Instagram is the best place for me um, to, for, to find me. I'm, I come on and chat when I can and I share my own experiences and tips as well on it and I share a lot of information on how to get into journaling and how to get into it in an easy way um, and a non-overwhelming way and I share a lot of quotes as well that people like so Fabulous. little do they know they're, they're generally what I feel that day as well so that's my personal touch onto my page is the quotes. Lovely and I love those they really inspire me too so thank you for sharing all of those lovely quotes and Thank you. your website then is thefeelgoodcompany.ie yeah brilliant thanks a million Tara for coming on it's been such a pleasure to chat to you and thank you so much for sharing all of your really practical and useful tips that I've no doubt the listeners would benefit from honestly it's my pleasure and you know I love following you as well Ashley, so I was absolutely thrilled when you asked me 
Thanks a million, Tara. Talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Thrive for Life podcast. I really enjoyed chatting to Tara and I hope that you got some benefit from the tips that she shared about journaling and about self-care in general. And if you know anyone who you think might benefit from hearing this episode, I'd love if you could share it with them. And if you're feeling generous with your time, if you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a rating or review or hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're tuning in on so that you don't miss a future episode.